Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Giannis got the best of Zion last night. Is Milwaukee hitting their stride or are the Pels simply free-falling? We discuss. Plus, Dame Lillard, he makes Blazers history video that you need to see because it wasn't even the wildest thing to happen in that game. We will show you all of that. And CP3, he showed out the Suns last night. But what he did this past weekend it may be even more impressive. And major news regarding the Suns we're getting into right now. So I mentioned it, big news out of Phoenix to start our show. Billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia is finalizing a deal to purchase the Suns and the Mercury. Our senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting a little bit about Ishbia. He has explored buying several NBA and NFL teams in recent years, and he was a walk-on for Tom Izzo at Michigan State. We are now joined by senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski and our senior writer Baxter Holmes. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Woj, I want to start with you here because what strikes me about this deal is both the speed in which it happened and the price tag that it came with. What stands out to you most here? No, that's exactly right, Malika. And uh, Matt Ishbia has been someone who has wanted very much to own an NBA team, and he has uh, pursued uh, several teams uh, who weren't for sale and, and has been aggressive in recent years in both the NBA and NFL uh, in trying to purchase a team. And I think that the $4 billion price tag, this valuation on the Suns, I think that speaks to how quickly this process went mm. uh, because Matt Ishbia uh, put, uh, I think, in front of Robert Sarver uh, the kind of offer uh, that allowed this to move quickly. And this is somebody who spent a lot of time uh, uh, studying, uh, preparing to be an NBA owner, how he would run uh, an organization. And I know who is really uh, excited to get, I think, an organization, uh, a franchise in a marketplace that many around the league have always believed has been one of the sleeping giants, that with good ownership, that the Suns can be a free agent destination. This is going to be a place that can compete for the best players in the league. And I think for uh, for Shiba, this is uh, the culmination of really a several-year process. He's gotten to know Adam Silver. He's gotten to know other NBA owners. And so I think uh, getting this done, not just for him, but for the league to end this tumultuous Robert Sarver era is important. You mentioned Robert Sarver and Baxter. You have been covering this saga since its inception. Your reporting is part of the reason why we are here today. But you published a story yesterday in which Suns employees, they talked about the culture that current executives, they still uphold even with Robert Sarver out. What are those employees hoping to see today? Well, one of the first sentiments that they still hope for is that some of these senior executives will be gone from the organization. Um, I had one just messaged me moments ago and hopes that uh, the head of security will be escorting them out when uh, new ownership 
comes into the team. Um, but there's still a lot of questions. They're surprised by the speed at which it's happened. It's my understanding that a very motivated buyer, as Will just mentioned, uh, can expedite this process. But this is a turning of the page for these Suns employees, for an organization after a tumultuous uh, period of about, I mean, 18 years under Robert, but also right. two months since he announced he was going to be selling the team. So Woj, we talked at high levels about this price tag, but $4 billion here, that's significantly more than we've seen teams go for in the past. What does that do moving forward as other teams potentially come up for sale? Yeah, I think for the NBA, uh, let's start in the labor negotiations right now with the Players Association. Certainly, if you're the union right now, you're saying uh, that, hey, listen, we don't want to hear about the idea that it is not profitable in small markets and mid-sized markets and others uh, to own a team that the uh, financial structure of, say, the salary cap has to have dramatic change. The league is pursuing you know, an upper spending limit, essentially a hard cap, when the valuation of these teams is rising. And I think for uh, other owners, I think this is an opportunity, you know, to take stock in uh, what could they get for their team. And I think ultimately this is good for the league. It's good for the uh, certainly the owners. It's good for uh, the Players Association. There's no question about that. But I think, you know, you are seeing on the cusp of a new labor agreement, and a new media deal that the league expects to uh, have exponentially bigger revenue coming in. Uh, I think uh, this is something of uh, a landmark sale mm. uh, to Matt Ishbia at $4 billion uh, with the Phoenix Suns. A landmark sale. Very interesting. Woj Baxter, thank you, gentlemen. We will be getting more to the Suns on the court in just a little bit. But let's get to a big matchup from last night with some help from our crew. We have Jalen Rose, Zach Lowe, what and Richard Jefferson at a brand new desk. Ty, thank you so much for this. It feels like Christmas. Fly tie. have a new desk. Fly Ty, I like that. Let's this get to the highlight because the Bucks. Yeah, it's a bigger, newer desk. You didn't notice that? We're going to stop there. Uh, the Bucks started a five-game road trip last night in New Orleans, so let's get to Giannis versus Zion. I said Giannis versus Zion, but actually, this turned out to be Giannis versus Jonas Valanciunas. He was falling 37 points, 18 rebounds, 28 points in the first half. He was an absolute problem. And look, people might not know Jonas Valanciunas very well, but he is a perfect complement to Zion Williamson because he's a stretch five. He can give him space to work down the low block. But this was a this was a gutsy game all night. Ooh. Look at this lob. Arjan Beauchamp throwing it up for Giannis Attentacundo. Giannis, he got into his, I mean, in his bag last night. Yeah, well, and, and, it's Giannis. And, and on the other side, Jonas Valanciunas wasn't going to be able to guard Giannis either. We're going to be 100% honest, like even right there with that simple blow by. But first opposing players with 25 points in the first half since 2019. That's nothing to scoff at. Let's go ahead to the third quarter here. This is when the Bucks started to pull away a little bit. Uh, getting frustrated, Zion was a bit here. He just couldn't quite get his shot to go. Well, normally he's the bully, and even there, he's trying to play bully ball. It's just not working out. He's not dropping. Look, nine points and five turnovers through three quarters. He was struggling. Going ahead to the fourth quarter here, the Bucks continuing to create some separation. Drew Holiday back from Milwaukee. Oh, finds look cut. Giannis. I mean, hold on to your butts. Yeah, there's not much you can do right there. I love that slash cut because a lot of times when that ball's on that opposite wing, everyone turns their head. You can cut back door or cut in front of a person. But even again, like that? But no, heck no. Big fella. <laughs> he starts getting warmed up, though. You can't keep a bull 
you know, down for long. It's a, he's a freaking rhino. Well, just when you thought the Bucks were going to just walk away with this one, the Pelicans pull it within three. Drew Holiday pulls up. Big three for the Bucks there. Once again, Brooke Lopez has been getting it done for Milwaukee. He lets the folks know Milwaukee wins at 128-119. So here's the top of the East. The Bucks leading the pack. Boston, who had led the conference for the past month, is a half game behind. Then it's the Cavs in third. The Nets don't look now. They're fourth after winning 10 of their last 11 games. But Zach, it's someone on the Bucks. It's not Giannis. It is not Chris Middleton who is standing out to you. Who is that? Um, the Bucks have the best record in the NBA. Well, well, well. Uh, Chris Middleton's barely gotten off the ground this season. Mm. Drew Holiday's missed seven games. Giannis is Giannis. How about Brooke Lopez? You see all those Zion misses in that clip had one thing in common. A big giant dude was under the rim with his hands up saying, no, 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 not in here. He might be the front runner for defensive player of the year. I think everybody knows that by now. What people might not know, he's averaging more points and more minutes than in any season since he played for the Brooklyn Nets, which feels like a million years ago. Mm. He's shooting 40% from three, 59% from two. He spaces the floor for Giannis. He'll bulldoze you in the post if you put a small guy on it, I'm saying it right now. Given the time Middleton is missed and Holiday is missed and the Bucks have the best record in the league, he is a real all-star case. Oh. Not just a feel-good defense player of the year case. Brooke Lopez belongs in the all-star conversation. And when you have the best record in the East, that gives you a chance to have three all-stars. But the thing about Brooke that I like is if you're going to be a seasoned veteran, at some point you got to reinvent yourself psychologically, but also reinvent your game. And when he was with the Nets, as you described, he was primarily a post player. Back to the basket, mid-range, really good shooter. Then he added the three-point shot. Then he added the defensive prowess to go alongside Giannis. Mm. And just imagine, two centers last night, we talked about Valanciunas and Lopez, both scored over 30. But putting Drew Holiday out on point Zion away from the floor allowed both of those guys, Giannis, along with Lopez, to be rim protectors if he did a drive-by. Yeah, no, and, and look, when we're talking about Brooke Lopez, a lot of people forget he's the all-time leading scorer for the Nets franchise. I love that. Right? So this man can score points. But the variety of ways in which he does it, in which I love, but he only took two free throws last night. So he had 30 points on all buckets, mm -hmm. just cleaning up. You're not running plays for him. You might go to him if there's some sort of mismatch or something. But ultimately, you're running through Giannis, and then you have the, the ball handler, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton when he's playing. Mm. But I love that Brooke Lopez knows how to fit in without having a ton of plays and having a system around him. Well, I mentioned it. The Bucks are embarking on a five-game road trip here, and that road trip includes the Celtics' Jalen on Christmas Day. I am so excited for that matchup. I'll be yeah. on the sidelines for that one. It feels like, do we even ask, okay, who, who do you believe in more, the Celtics or the Bucks? It feels like they're just going to be toggling back and forth all year long. It just head scratching to me within the last couple of years. We had human beings saying that Giannis wasn't the best player in the game, which he is. And we also had people saying the Celtics should break up Tatum and Brown. And now those two teams, to me, are not only the best two teams in their conference, the East, but the best two teams in the NBA. Mm. And the Celtics getting back Robert Williams III 
that's just going to be a game changer for their lineup. That's the thing. Seeing both of these teams at full strength, that's something we didn't quite get in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. All right, still to come here on NBA Today, Chris Paul, he put up a season high last night against a Lakers squad that was missing their stars. But wait until you hear what he accomplished this past weekend. It's truly special. And we're going streaking, baby. The oh. first time in 40 oh. years, the Knicks and Nets are both on win streaks. But who's going to keep it going longer, Richard? What's the definition of a streak? <laughs> Bing bong. Plus, we have to dive into the wild stat line that Jokic put up oh. over the weekend. Is he great. playing his way to a third MVP, Zach? My brothers uh -oh. used to do that. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh -oh, look out. We'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to NBA Today. All right, gentlemen, let's go coast to coast on other games from last night. And we're going to start with Damian Lillard passing Clyde Drexler for most points in Blazers history. He made a layup with three seconds left to tie the game against the Thunder. But then SGA, he hit a game winner as time expired. His third go-ahead shot in the last two seconds this season. So, Jalen, yep. has he already locked up the new Jerry West Clutch Award? He's working towards it. Still a lot of basketball to be played. But during the holiday, people are going to be talking about who the best players in the game. And they're going to mention the OGs like Dame, Bron, Embiid, Steph, and Kawhi. And they're going to talk about the new Gs like Ja, Jokic, and Luka. That guy has a chance to be all NBA for the first time. Mm, interesting. All right, moving on to the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell faced the Jazz for the first time since the offseason trade. He had 23 points in 23 minutes. The Cavs win it. Rich, do you think both teams are happy with how this trade worked out now? Yeah, I think both teams should be ecstatic. But, you know, when you're looking at Cleveland, the chances of them getting high-level free agents is very, very slim. They don't get it that way. So for them to go out and make a trade and keep all of their key pieces, Darius Garland, uh, 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 Jared Allen, and you're keeping Mobley. You're keeping all of your main pieces, and he has fit in outstanding. Mm. Last but certainly not least, the Suns, they beat a shorthanded Lakers team thanks largely to a season-high 28 points from Chris Paul. Patrick Beverly hit CP3 with a too small despite the Lakers being down 20. Uh, Chris Paul starting to look like Chris Paul again, Zach. Too small is getting overused, by the way. Too many people are using too small. But yeah, the Suns are, have won three straight now. They were reeling. Now two of those wins are against the L.A. teams who were injury riddled. But Chris Paul, after a slow start, this is four or five good games in a row for him. And obviously, if the Suns are going to make noise in the playoffs, they need pick Pete Chris Paul. I think Jose Alvarado fired him up. He's back. 
I agree. All right, we're going to stick with Chris Paul, though, because congratulations are in order. He is now a college graduate. So he attended Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem from 2003 to 2005, and then he enrolled at Winston-Salem State University to fulfill his promise he made to his parents to graduate. Anscape's Mark Spears documented the future Hall of Famer's graduation journey. Sun snapped the five-game losing streak, 111 to 95. Chris Paul, the graduate who will be heading to North Carolina to get his degree. I'm excited to be going back home to Winston-Salem. You know, my family with me, my wife, my kids, my parents, my brother. Chris Paul had less than 10 hours following the Suns' December 15th road win versus the Clippers to make it from L.A. to his graduation in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He hopped on a private jet with his family to make his college graduation ceremony from a historically black university. To do this and to be able to do this here at home and to walk and to talk to these students today uh, during the whole process is something I'll never forget. Put my, my cap and gown on right now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> The graduation for about 350 students was in a small hockey arena, about 15 minutes away from where the Winston-Salem native grew up. I did not know you was graduating. Yeah. Man. It made me feel like an old man. <laughs> what is what he told? Down sports, man. Just ask me how many points I'm going to score next game. How many points you going to score? <laughs> we welcome you to the commencement ceremony for Winston-Salem State. CP3 had about 75 proud family members in attendance, several of who helped him along the challenging way as an NBA player and during his stint as president of the Players Association. Christopher E. Paul. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. It's cool because I've never really, I've never gone to a college graduation, so I think it was cool to see the first person go with my, my dad. And his mom helped out. His mom was always like, don't forget you had this assignment. His mom kept check, checking his portal. So it was cool to see how everybody kind of came together to make it happen. Look like you had fun, man. I had a great time. I had a great time. I'll never forget Vince Carter graduating from Carolina. I remember seeing that. Uh, I was in high school at the time. And I was like, hold on, it's a playoff, it's the playoffs. And Vince Carter went back and graduated, and then he went back for a game. And so for me, that has stuck with me. I, I'm sure Vince don't even know that I've seen that, but it's something that stuck with me my whole life. And I always said, if ever given the opportunity and the days match up, I want to walk. Ultimately, you decided to finish your degree at HBCU, Winston-Salem State. Tell me about your decision to do that. One of my little cousins graduated, and I remember being at his graduation, and I was like, man, I've been around these HBCUs my whole life and didn't know that they underfunded and they're not getting this and they're not getting that. I looked at myself. I was like, how can I help? And on the journey of trying to amplify HBCUs, it was like, well, it's time for me to get my degree. Huge congratulations to Chris and his entire family. Coming up, 
This Sunday, it's NBA Christmas Day. Every year, some of the association's best matchup. I cannot wait for this. And coming up right here at the bottom of the hour, we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. So you are looking at Eastern Michigan defensive end Jose Ramirez, the MAC Defensive Player of the Year, had 12 sacks this season. Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State at 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific on ESPN and the app. That's coming up right after our show. Look at these calling football. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brooklyn can win it here. Backs up. Right wing three for the win. Good! Kyrie Irving! Booking with gasoline. I ain't seen nothing like this. On the top against Wampanoag, he will drive him and posterize him. Luka maneuvers away from the closeout. And that is about the best jump we've ever seen out of Luka. I probably have the most bounce on the team, too. So Pass up ahead. Here's the excellent point, Anthony Edwards. What he does is just amazing every night. 40 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists. Had a fun last 72 hours of hoops, and we've had fun since our show ended last week. Um, what is that you got there? I have a little elf. A little elf on the yeah. shelf, an elf in the pocket. So here's what we're gonna do. Instead of doing chop it or drop it, we're gonna do it with a little holiday twist. I understand the shelf it. That means we're not going to talk about it. Elf it means you do. Oh, here we go. So we're just going to try this, all right? And we're going to start with that man, Nikola Jokic, because did you see what he did? I mean, his stat line against the Hornets, it was absolutely insane. 40 points, career-high 27 rebounds. He's the third player in NBA history to record at least 40, 25, and 10 in a game, joining Wilt Chamberlain, who did it four times, and then Elgin Baylor. Elf it or shelf it, Jalen? I say elf it. Yeah, that means talk about it. There we go. Elf it because Bill Russell, Chamberlain, and Larry Bird all were three-time MVPs. If mm. they're the number one seed in the West, 
and he keep putting up Hall of Fame type numbers, he has a chance to do three in a row. What do you think, Zach? Oh, nice. nice. The 25, 10, and 9. He's shooting 62%, 68% on twos. Get ready. He's well, going to make a run at it. There you go. All right, let's go to the next one. Don't look now, but the two longest win streaks in the NBA, they're both Whoa. in New York. The Whoa. Nets and the Knicks have won six say? and Whoa. seven straight, respectfully. Respectively and respectfully. What do you think? I think this is great. I think I think both Elf teams are going to make the postseason. I love that the Brooklyn Nets have quietly started to mm. put together some momentum. One six straight. But the Knicks, I like that they're stable. They have something. They're building a foundation, which I will give them a lot of respect. Mm. They're building a little bit of a foundation. So I'm looking forward to it. Knicks fans, you hear that? That's Richard saying good things about you. All right, Zach, last one before we go. I know you love NBA mascots. <laughs> so does Mr. Elf. So the Thunder's mascot, Rumble, the Bison, snuck up on our friend Brooke Olsendam, oh, the Blazers' yeah. sideline right. reporter. Let's see it. Why? Watch this. Brooke. It's a little scary. Those eyes are no. scary. I mean, I would have. <laughs> She has no idea. That's good mascotting. That's yeah. all that would have been me, though. Good mascot. That would have been me. I, I love NBA mascots, but they should be making more than WNBA players. I'm just saying. That's fair enough. I am so mad at this situation. Like, yeah, this not is not. I can't. I, 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 I want to see the no. facial reaction. If you're just standing like, oh, crazy. She was this yeah, like. <laughs> Did y'all know? I don't know. <laughs> I was. I, I, don't know. I want you to like press on TV or anything. I, you know, I came close. I hope y'all had that mute button ready. All right. Yes. We're getting you set to get to the potato pole. No. Take my my pulse. No, no. I think no, it's high. No, no. I mean. What we got? That is, is that a potato? No, that's not a, that's just a picture or like a. No, that's the famous a Idaho. A picture, I mean, that's like a, a sculpture. I don't know, sir. That looks like a There's no large. big, Malika. Well, yeah, I get that. If that guy says it's real, I believe it's real. Yeah, he <laughs> looks serious. Yeah, yeah. If that potato snuck up behind me, I would definitely would have had to hit the mute yeah. button if on that. All right, farmer, yeah. that's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. We will see you tomorrow. We're getting you out to Idaho now for the potato.